And welcome to the next uh, customer acquisition show um, from Tier 11. This week, we have our recurring What's Working Now and Google Performance Max with our amazing Google team, Roshna, Santosh, and Nick. Welcome. Hey, great to be here again. Yeah, so uh, Nick, you were telling me beforehand that we're celebrating a birthday today. Yeah, not 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 yet, not today. But okay. uh, when we, I think it's the 1st of November, it's going to be one year since Performance Max was officially released. It was in beta before that, but it'll be November that it was officially released. So we're coming up to a year of Performance Max. So a year's like always a really good time to reflect about what has happened in the past year. What would you say are your biggest uh, takeaways over the last 12 months with Performance Max? Well, big one is that this has been a huge shift in Google Ads. This is not just a new campaign type that was released and it was something extra. I mean, this is a huge shift and the direction that Google Ads is heading. So that, that's the big takeaway, number one. Uh, the second takeaway I would say is that Performance Max has been amazing for e-commerce and for digital sales as well. Any sales-oriented, online sales-oriented businesses, it's been really, really amazing. We've seen some results where we've literally doubled clients' online sales through using Performance Max. And the other takeaway is that there's still a lot of questions in the market max and in some cases there's more questions than uh i'd say answers so we're staying at the tip of the spear and what we know about performance max now compared to when it was released is is night and day nice how about you uh rashna santosh so for me i'm gonna say the first thing that if all the early adapters had actually made the most of it. And then anybody who was just, you know, uh, panicking after six months and then wanted to test performance max, wrecked it out because there were so many changes that had come up around, you know, even Google was not sure about like how it's going to go. Um, the early adopters made a lot um, testing performance max. Um, there's been, I think we've been actually helping Google to see how Performance Max actually works. So, <laughs> so it's played, played a very important role um, for anybody who is actually testing it. I, I so, think that's a great, that's a great point. The, the early adopters who embraced Performance Max, really, I mean, we found it was earlier this year, even though it was released in November, it was really early this year we found that. Uh, we started implementing it in our accounts and clients started using it too. And we learned so much. So if you for the advertisers that are just starting to use Performance Max, I feel like it's going to be uh, somewhat, you know, it can be confusing. So I think Rashna is right. The early, adop early adopters um, have been way ahead of the curve. And also the people who really intended to play with it, find ways around it, um, and not just following the guide, like what Google releases, like this is the five steps you need to do. Um, 
that was something um, actually very important for people who really wanted to play with it and not just follow the guides. Right. For me, for me, folks, the biggest takeaway is that when Performance Max came in picture, we thought we were out of business. But here we are after a year <laughs> discussing Performance Max. That's, that's, that's right. There was a perception that Google was releasing this so anybody can run Google Ads, just press a button and like a transformer, it just turns into all the campaigns and works. We found that's definitely not the case. And, uh, and actually, I think actually, I think the opposite. I mean, Santosh, would you agree? Yeah, absolutely. I have seen it all, Nick. I have seen accounts where there are 110 performance max campaigns created. They have broke the limits. And I have seen accounts where even somebody just doing feed only performance max is not able to do. So, right. uh, <laughs> so there is definitely a lot of room for, uh, for folks like us, agencies like us, specialists like us who really know their stuff to come and make a difference than somebody just trying to run with it, uh, not knowing. And I think the biggest thing is that um, what, what I have experienced is that the urge of pressing the buttons in Performance Max <laughs> will <laughs> derail you more often than not. <laughs> right. Uh, I, think, I think we've talked about this. You need to know what not to do just as much as you need to know what to do. And, and honestly, there was, I mean, if I was talking to business owners before Performance Max, I would, in some cases, I would recommend, I would say, you could probably run your own Google Ads. You know, it does take work and you need to understand this, this, and this, but you can do some courses and you can probably run this in your spare time. And you would use an agency if you need to free up that time and get some extra expertise. Uh, I, I wouldn't recommend that anymore. I, I, I honestly wouldn't recommend uh, the average business owner to try and go in and run Performance Max. I think the, the, amount of, the amount of tweaking and button pushing is less, but the amount of analysis has increased. And the amount of understanding of how Google Ads works has increased. At the same time, we must caution folks uh, who are trying to listen to Google Ads reps, take their directions and run Performance Max. They should not do that as well. We do not recommend it. Yesterday, <laughs> I had such a weird conversation with the rep. And I told the rep and like the issue that I had with the rep, he resolved it afterwards. He was just getting on to the auto apply recommendation. I was like, oh my God, now again. Then he said, was like, you check this on, check this on, check this on. And then I I, I was like, okay, I'll, I'll do it after the call. But he was so persuasive. He was like, no, 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 go apply, apply, auto apply. You have to select all these check off and then apply them right away on the call. I'm like, how can you be so pushy? Right. Well, and I think this is something that can be confusing to uh, business owners too, is that the official... Google recommendations are created by the Google team who are not advertisers. So Google has obviously some of the most amazing engineers in the world building these advertising products. But the recommendations that are made are usually made 
with the objective of increasing Google's revenue, increasing Google's ad spend. So they're trying to get advertisers to do certain things. And most of the time, those things are going to increase ad spend and usually don't result in better performance. So on the flip side, we want Google reps because we have access to new features and we also can get problems resolved. So we're always talking to Google reps in a way, yes, we want this problem fixed, but no, we're not going to do those other things you're telling us to do. And that's how Performance Max was actually framed, um, that you know anybody can run this Performance Max and you will be able to take control in your hand like you don't need anybody's help anymore. Um, how you, you know, it was sugar-coated for people and people actually bought it. Um, mm. that now more than ever, it's needed somebody expertise. It's like, you know, you have 10 customers in the market and there are like 100 advertisers trying to get those 10 people and all of them have are doing the same technique. Like everybody's using that same method. How are you going to win those 10? That's where... Um, you know, knowing in and out about breaking the rules is only going to be able to crack Google Ads. Yeah, and what's what's a good what's a good example? Let, let's let's give the people an example of something where the Google rep has recommended, or not just recommended, they've been really pushing, saying do this, do this, and we've done something else, and the, what we've done has actually resulted in better performance. I think we should go back a second and talk about Google rep motivations. I, I don't want to get oh, too okay. caught up in like they're pushing for revenue. I think there is this big disconnect in advertising online advertising in general, where there's a separation from how things sh are supposed to work and how they actually work. And right. since they aren't necessarily in the ads every day, they can only go based off of the recommendations. So I, I'll just put that out, out there to say that let's assume good intentions of the Google reps. Yeah, well, absolutely. I mean, we do know. I mean, we do know that they are incentivized to get the features implemented. So I think what we're saying is there are certain features that Google is looking to test, and the they may not always be the best recommendation for what's currently going on in the account. So the the advertisers, we we say that just so. Anyone out there who's running their own Google ads can, can know this because if they talk to a Google rep, just be aware of that. If you go in and press every recommendation that's in the account, it's likely going to tank the account. Nice. All right. So back to your examples of a, uh, a recommendation that didn't work out quite as well as Google expected it. Oh, where do I even start? <laughs> it's a long <laughs> list. Tom, it's going to take the entire call. <laughs> So all the brackets where it says recommendation is actually might not be aligned with your goals at all. So if it says display expansion, turn it on, it's recommended. Um, oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, it is not recommended at all unless you have like black money in your bank and you want to just... <laughs> okay. And I just want to explain what that is for the folks who are watching. So if you're running a search campaign and you're looking to run your ads on the search results, so people search for your business or what your business provides or the products, and you want to show up 
in those search results at the top. And that's how search ads generally work. There is a feature called display expansion where Google will also show your text ads, your text ads on websites in these little boxes on websites in the display network. Now, I have never seen that work when that's enabled. And we have seen uh, just turning that off. It's one of the first things we check in the account. Just turning that off improves performance dramatically because Google will spend, it'll, it has these display placements. It's trying to push these text ads on, onto display placements in websites. And it, it, I've just never seen it work. So it's something that the Google reps are always like, yes, do this, do this. So I know they're being pushed by, you know, by Google to basically get advertisers to use this. But like it just doesn't, I've never seen it work. Definitely. Any other examples? Oh, good. Yeah, similarly, I mean, there is one biggest issue that has been with Performance Max was not able to target specific locations. That was one day Google woke up and was like, oops, I forgot to enable that feature uh, where everybody, all the advertisers had spent their money. They had no idea that that is going on. So yeah, that is really bad if you're launching a product in the market. You have to test these things out. If you're telling advertisers that you can select specific locations and end up you know, showing ads in um, Asia, then that doesn't make really sense. So being aware of these things could happen can only be expected from a person who is knee deep into you know, running ads in, uh, with Google ads. Yeah, I, I consider myself an amateur Performance Max advertiser. And I had expectations that when we, I started running the Performance Max ads for tier 11, things are going to work as promised, but you quickly find out that the big change in performance max is while it's easier to set up, it's a lot harder to get information out on like what next steps should be. And that's when I happily handed it off to Santosh to run all of tier 11 as Google. Uh, what are some of the things that people could be doing when they're running performance max campaigns to like, um, to help them decide what to do next besides handing it off to Santosh like I did? You guys want to, yes. that you want to jump in here? Oh, how, do, how, can, how can people look at what's going on within a Performance Max campaign, analyze it? Like, what should they be looking at to analyze to help them decide on next steps? Well, that's a big question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> told to ask by an amateur. I, I mean, I will, I think I can start with some of the, the I think the assumptions that came about with Performance Max and some things to watch out for. So when Performance Max was launched, because it uses all channels, it uses YouTube and display, a lot of people per perceive that that Performance Max is now a top of funnel channel. It's a top of funnel campaign type, when it's actually, it's full funnel. So a large part of Performance Max is still search. So when you look at the insights in Performance Max, you want to look, there's an insights tab. You open up your performance max campaign in the left column. There's an insights tab. You click on that insights, you scroll down just a little bit and you're going to see, you're going to see um, 
the search insights, which are going to show you what keywords, what searches Performance Max is targeting. So you can see if it's on the right track. And that's really, really important because there can still be up to 50% of the budget in a Performance Max campaign going to search and then say 20% to YouTube, maybe 10% to display. Um, and so don't just perceive this as a top of funnel outbound channel. It's, it's everything. And don't neglect the search. What, don't neglect looking at the search insights because that's going to tell you what it's targeting in the search part. So that's one. Then uh, I know it's a big question, so there's a lot, but I think if we can just, just pick one thing that... I, I think, make, uh, for, for most of us, we should stick to the basics and look at the basic KPIs and we should be looking at the right KPIs. So for example, mm -hmm. if you're running Performance Max for an e-commerce uh, account, you should be looking at it on an ad spend, not cost per conversion, because your cost per conversion can be anything or your conversion rate can be anything, but your return on ad spend, unless you are of course going for new customer acquisition, if that's not the goal, which is next level, you should be looking at the right KPI and not looking at vanity metric, trying to understand that, okay, uh, this is where performance is. I had a I had a good example of, uh, you know, there were like five campaigns. Uh, one of them was converting at 0.24% and the other was converting at, um, I think, 3x conversion rate. But the ROAS was uh, two times higher on the, on the campaign, which was converting at one third the conversion rate. And the problem was that the average order value on the campaign, which was converting at low conversion rate, was two or three X, therefore the ROAS was higher. So uh, if you were to just look at conversion rate and say that, oh, because my campaign is converting at low conversion rate, my campaign is not doing well. I think you're looking at a wrong metric. Therefore, mm. stick to the basics, like look at the KPIs that really matter. Right. I think that's a really important point to bring up about performance marks is the goal, the overall goal you want to give Google the right goal. And if that is conversion value and revenue, it's going to go after that. The cost per click, the conversion rate, the click-through rate, all of those metrics for performance max are, are going to be so different to other campaign types because it's using every channel. So display has the lowest cost per click and the lowest click-through rate. So that's gonna make it look like click-through rates are tanking and that, oh, but we're getting a great cost per click. It really is not useful. So as Santosh said, you wanna look at the overall goal. Conversions and conversion value is what matters. Yeah. The next that comes to my mind is also people have this misconception that performance max campaign works individually. So it's so intricately, you know, feeding off or connected to other campaigns. Also, there is a behavior that needs to be, you know, uh, properly analyzed. So what is it doing? Is it testing YouTube? How is it? Is it the retargeting? Is it going after more brand? 
all these things um, are also dependent on the behavior and the fluctuations with the satellite campaigns. So thinking that a performance max campaign is entirely depending upon its budget and the settings you have done, you also have to focus on the other campaigns that you're launching simultaneously with Pmax. So that's one more thing I want to add. I have one more to, uh, and this is again to the basics, is yeah. that sometimes people make a mistake of uh, looking at just the listing group performance and mm. uh, understanding this as the overall asset group performance. That's not the case because unless you are running a feed-only feed uh, listing group, uh, sorry, asset group, which has URL expansion off, you are actually looking at just 20% of the clicks or conversions for that matter, because performance max is five, six different channels. So do not uh, uh, try to, you know, look at the performance of a of an asset group or, or the campaign just by looking at listing groups. Uh, mm. I think Nick, you had some uh, really clever ways of uh, looking at, uh, you know, other channels like maybe YouTube display, those kind of performances through the report section, right? I think- Right, can... right. So Google doesn't tell us, obviously, it doesn't tell us in an obvious way how much is being spent on YouTube, how much is being spent on search, how much is being spent on shopping. However, because we want to know these things, we found workarounds and we found our hacks to find out what it's spending. So. Uh, so yeah, and, and what Santosh is saying is that if you're running an e-commerce um, brand, then the listing groups, if you only look at the listing groups, you might see one listing group that has say a 5X ROAS and one that has a 1X ROAS for the same spend. That doesn't necessarily mean that that particular group is not working because it may be generating revenue from YouTube. It may be generating conversions from search. So you can, in a performance max campaign to see what percentage of spend is going towards a particular channel. If you want to see YouTube, you can pull up a column for views and then you can pull up a column for average cost per view. And then you just multiply those and you're going to get a number. And that number is, you can see what percentage of that is. That's, the, that's your YouTube spend within Performance Max. And you can also pull up a report that has, is just by product IDs. And that'll tell you how much spend is going towards shopping. And then by deduction, you can uh, also work out, okay, how much is going to search and display. It's a little tricky to get display, uh, uh, display spend, but... I think knowing YouTube spend and knowing shopping spend, uh, that alone will, will give you an idea of, okay, how much is Performance Max going top of funnel with YouTube? So those can be, those sort of things can be really handy. There are a couple of points I want to go a little bit deeper on. How should people you know, pick, with, pick the right KPI or conversion event? You said that's very important oh, to do. Like, that's a big question too. Well, I mean, <laughs> like... Because there's a balance, right, between finding what is the best for your business, but also making sure that there's enough of those conversions happening for the uh, machine learning to be able to learn. So how do you yeah. how, how do I pick that as let's just use like a an e-com or a digital product brand, something where people are giving you their credit card to buy? Yeah, I have like uh, one clear advice to anyone looking trying to understand performance and therefore the right conversion action 
if you are into e-commerce and running campaigns for an e-commerce brand, what really moves the needle? The, the purchases, right? So add to carts, begin checkout, <laughs> payment info added, product viewed, all of those are great conversion actions. But for performance max, those are vanity conversion actions. Uh, mm. You should just be looking at purchases uh, because that's the only thing that will move the needle at the end of the day. So would you say then your purchase is your primary and then those other vanity ones would be your secondary? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, it's also like have a very clear objective of doing the camp campaign. What's the objective? Um, if the objective is to get more leads, then you'll have different you know, metrics to look at. If the objective is to increase the sales, then you'll have different way to look at it. So have a clear objective um, and the end goal. What's the end goal? Where do you want um, to take the campaign? So that we're to that. Mm. And I think, you know, the, the right KPI for the business, I mean, that's, that's a big conversation. But that, that's a conversation we have you know, very often with business owners because everybody wants ROAS. Nobody ever, nobody ever emails and says, hey, the ROAS is too high. You know, pull back, guys. We're getting too much return on ad spend. Like, you know, we've got to pull that back. That never happens. However, I think ROAS can often be used too much as a success metric when long-term, this is the customer acquisition show. You know, this is what we're about at 11 acquiring acquiring new customers and the long term knowing that lifetime value being able to make projections then around growth and ultimately you know profit profit is the goal you know increasing growth increasing profit and roas can be a very important part of that but we also see that as we increase spend that roas is going to dip somewhat but as long as we know the numbers and we're clear on the, the leading metrics for profit, then we can confidently grow a business and know where the ROAS needs to be. Can you use Performance Max to increase lifetime value? Oh, that's, that's a great question. Yeah. I, I, I think yeah. so, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, how? Have you how? need more? No, no, no. It's not that easy. I don't think so. We need to have more control mm -hmm. insights. If Google agrees on, you know, showing us what's going behind the machines, um, then mm. and strategizing with the other satellite campaigns, we could do it. But then reliability on that data would be so difficult. Mm. Here's my here's my take. I can't prove this yet, but it's my with my tinfoil hat on where I'm my hop office where Google is heading. Google, Performance Max and Google Linux 4 have both been uh, released around the same time. They're very closely related. Both of these, uh, both Performance Max and Google, Google Analytics 4, if you look into GA4, you're going to see a lot of uh, features around lifetime value and predictive metrics performance max has a feature where you can bid only for new customers and you can create two campaigns one that bids only for new customers one that 
is basically uh, bidding for all customers. Now, the, that feature in Performance Max is, I would say, still in beta. We haven't seen that work particularly well. When we've compared new, new customers in Shopify to what Google is telling us are new customers, they tend to be very different. So I think Google hasn't worked that out yet, but I think that's where they're trying to head. So they're looking at lifetime value because look, we know Google have got to where they are by, they didn't get here by making bad bets or bad decisions. So they're, they're looking to the future and lifetime value customer acquisition is going to become more and more important. And I think we're going to see a shift from purely looking at ROAS to customer acquisition lifetime value. And I think that's where Performance Max is heading. I'm, I'm betting on Google getting that feature right. So we're going to be able to bid on only new customers and have certain KPIs for that in, say, one Performance Max campaign. And eventually, we're going to be have another campaign too, which is going to be retargeting big on all customers. You could almost see you'll have one campaign that'll be customer acquisition, another campaign that'll be increased lifetime value. So... I, I, I think, my opinion, I think that's where we're headed. I think there, is, uh, there are things that you also need to do outside the box of Google Ads to, to increase the lifetime value and average order value, stuff like that. Uh, remember, Nick, we talked about this, this plugin that was recommended by John Moran called Buy the Numbers. I think that's yeah. a great plugin for Shopify uh, stores. Because it gives you a lot of different customer segments to look at and know where the lifetime value can be increased, who are your repeat buyers and stuff like that. So um, I think to, to do something like increasing the average order value or lifetime value, you've got to have a holistic view and not just rely entirely on Google Ads. There are things mm. outside of Google Ads that can often make a difference. Of course, the upsells and resales are going to happen through your store. Google ads can, can cannot really uh, you know go that far. So, but but I think what to, to to what Nick was saying is that if Performance Max allows you to go for new customers and repeat customers, I think you have a good um, balancing act there once you have figured out the rest of the uh, puzzle. Could you do it now with like using your um you're targeting as your customer list and like the and creative that's a bit more geared around like buy again or buy this other thing. We can nudge towards uh, doing the campaign to do in. Um, then again, like not having a better clarity on what really it's bringing in and just making judgment about the backend data to match with the campaign, what the campaign is showing. Um, can yeah definitely cannot restrict it to do exactly for that, um, but can be nudged with the strategic planning of the campaigns. Hey guys, why do I feel like our growth strategists have said these questions for us? <laughs> I, I, I promise I wasn't paid at all. Um, okay, so looking back a year of performance max, I think we've gone through this um, the uh, adoption curve where. We thought Performance Max was going to be the end-all, be-all and kill all Google ads outside of Performance Max. I think we've come back from that a little bit now. How do you guys balance Performance Max versus normal you know, Google ads and YouTube ads? Yeah, I think Santosh and Roshna would be, yeah, be great to answer this. I'll go ahead. 
um initially everybody was like you know the highlight of my account is going to be performance max and there's not going to be much to do um i don't need the agency i don't need you um so i think i'm better off my on my own but then eventually everybody is starting to realize that performance max is just a small piece that's eating up other things that you don't really see um if you let that be as careless um then it's actually going to wreck the entire strategy for long term um now it's just a part that in a big machine is just a tool that enables you to do certain things um that you can make use of but the overall strategy is that performance max is not the highlight yeah that's me mm. yeah i i I, agree. i think the strategy the overall strategy yeah is still it needs to be sound so and the way to get a good strategy you have to understand how the other campaign types work so i mean you take the players in a team okay and this is probably a really bad analogy so like if you have a basketball team you have to know what the guards do what their job is you have to know what the center's job is you now have to know what the forwards job is and if you just get five basketball players and they don't know what their position is and you just say hey team just play yeah um, you know it, it's it's not going to be the same as if you have a clear understanding of what each campaign is supposed to do so that's for example if you just put videos in the performance max that um say they're not they're not for whatever reason they're not great videos um that doesn't mean performance max is going to make these videos better if you don't have your offer clarified and you just uh, are basically writing headlines and ad copy without really understanding what your customers what what drives your customers what their pain points are what their what's most valuable to them and you just put these ads in performance max performance max isn't going to make that work you still need to have your strategy you still need to understand your market and then performance max works on the best the higher quality inputs so the higher quality your creative assets the higher quality your headlines the higher quality your ad copy the higher quality your display images the higher quality your audience um signals are the audiences you're targeting all of those inputs really really matter so and um, the website not to forget and 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 the website here's the other thing google did not tell us that i mean it, it's something that we know but google didn't come out and say hey if you're going to run performance max you really want to make sure you have a fast loading website you want to make sure you also have as much great content on your website you want to make sure your website is um easily all those things that uh google likes in websites because google whole business model was built on websites and um performance max is going to work so much better if you have an optimized site so there's no button within the google um interface that says optimize your website apply all <laughs> right so that, that that's right and we've also found now some offers uh you know we have some clients who have certain offers that work great with one landing page and so for facebook ads you can pre-frame this offer and youtube ads you can do the same thing so you have a video which is basically building up this expectation what's going to happen on this landing page that does not work so well for a performance max because 
you have all these other channels. When people are searching for something, they're in a very different mindset for when they're browsing social media or even watching videos on YouTube. So just having one landing page, having all these channels in Performance Max driving that one landing page generally doesn't work so well because Performance Max is going to take people where they're at and drive them to a particular point on a website based on how likely they're going to convert or how that's going to help them move to the next stage. So that's one thing we found. Um, so uh, <laughs> I just saw a message here about... Um, so look, I, I'd say Performance Max could be... It could be an expensive way to find out your site is not great, okay? So you really... This is what we were saying about Performance Max is not a, a magic bullet. It's amazingly powerful, but you also want to have these other pieces in place as well to really leverage it to its maximum potential. I have one more tip. Um, Performance Max, if you want to win with this, I think this is a great time to hire a great SEO agency or an SEO expert on the team because mm. you need to have your website sorted out. I mean, no longer you could... <laughs> CRO is also very important. Like if the if the traffic is getting onto the website, but you're not able to convert that traffic, then it's not going to work either. Uh, so uh, you said hire an SEO expert, Santosh? Yes, yes. Because this is a great time. Like, you know, uh, and it's going to serve you both ways. Like you're going to mm -hmm. improve your organic rankings, your website content uh, speed and readability and user experience is going to improve and performance max is going to take all of that and help you make more money and then that's where rasha's hiring you said do or do not hire a cro expert to help optimize your pages for conversion CRO done on the website is very important before start sending paid traffic to the website that's what i wanted to say at to done all right, so we're coming up into the busiest time of the advertising year. Uh, we covered this a little bit on a, a different uh, customer acquisition show, but how are you guys thinking about positioning clients for Black Friday and Cyber Monday right now? Merchant promotions. Yeah. <laughs> Start now. Start. I mean, this is the time to get all this in place. The big thing on the Google side is you want to get your promotions in Merchant Center, if you're if you're e-commerce and you have products in Merchant Center, you want to get those promotions set up. And you want to have everything published, not, not turned on, but you want to have everything published at least, I would say, ideally a week before Black Friday, Cyber Monday. Because if you run into any problems, the support teams at both Google Ads and Meta Ads and Facebook Ads are they are overwhelmed and you likely won't get a response for probably 48 hours if something goes wrong so have the promotion set up have have a countdown if you can on your website because in order to get the promotions improved sorry approved you have to have the the offer clearly spelled out on the site google will check that otherwise they won't approve your promotion so you want to get all of those things in place and then you can sit back and watch the money roll in over the weekend and not have to worry. <laughs> yeah. 
same and also if you've had like a very good strategy year long about acquiring new customers now this would be the right time to milk in you know like having everything arranged and not not focusing more towards test this do this um put your ducks in the road like i we have the creatives around it we have the videos around it and be prepared you know that be my take so think of it as like acquire your customers now if possible and then milk them more throughout the the rest of the season not milk them uh yes. Increase their lifetime value. We tar- retarget. <laughs> milk them. Oh, let's milk them. Yeah. yeah. Um, right. So we have a question coming in from uh, Ankit, I believe. Uh, it says, video display keywords targeting is going away. Any thoughts, Santosh? Hey, Ankit. Uh, by the way, Ankit walked at Solutions 8 with me. Um, so, you know my oh, answer. Hey, Ankit. Right? You just... <laughs> you, I, I think Ankit knows my answer. You just need the validation. Uh, you just need uh, like a shoulder to cry on. <laughs> <laughs> Can't yeah, do anything it's, about it. It's going away. It's done. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So video display keyword targeting is going away. Yeah. Yeah. Going yeah. Away. And, and by the way, I just, I just need to say too, if anybody didn't know, Santosh is, is quite famous in the PPC world. He has a, a, a great channel. Uh, where he has lots of amazing Google Ads content. So I uh, just thought I'd point that out. Is that a YouTube Thanks, channel? Steve. Yeah, that's a YouTube channel. And we are streaming this on that YouTube channel. It's called Guided PPC. So uh, Ankit, to answer your question, uh, so keywords are going away, uh, but then there is a lot you can do with building a solid conversion history and capitalizing on that with conversion focused bit strategies, uh, you know, go for conversions, conversion value. And that's where the whole Google ads theme is headed. So you will see these, uh, you know, manual controls taken away in a consistent and <laughs> increasing way. So prepare for that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I just for the, you know, the, the people that aren't, Google advertisers who are watching. What, what, what is happening here? If I can explain this simply. So on YouTube and, and using display as well, display images. Consistent and increasing the prepare for that. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I'm hearing a delay, is that? Okay, all good. So uh, we could target, and we still can, but this is going away. We can target people, so just say, I'm selling iPhones and I had a video talking about, you know, I'm selling this iPhone. I could target people who have searched for iPhones in the last, say, 30 days and show them a video. Even if they go to YouTube and watch like a music video or some kind of documentary on elephants or something, I can show them an ad about iPhones because they've been searching for that. So um, that is, that's a really powerful feature for YouTube ads and, and display ads. And now Google's just said, oh yeah, we're taking that away. So, okay. And it's like I said, it's, it, it, it sucks. It's, uh, it's, but that's- it can, Nick, I'm thinking that it can maybe come back as an audience signal at some point, if it's right. as a 
display keyword, it can come back. Uh, as an it'll come back as an audience signal. That's probably what's happening. It's probably going to come back. Or I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if in, yeah, wow, that's a great point. So I think what may be happening, and this is just a guess, but instead of audience targeting, we're going to have audience signals. So for YouTube still, yes. you'll be able to create audience signals just like we have in Performance Max. And that will be the starting point. Wow. Yeah. Okay. It's a funny perspective that Google is taking. Like, don't tell us exactly what you want. Tell us what you think and we'll do our own thing. <laughs> right. Exactly. That, that basically what Google's been saying for the last two years is we're smarter than you. We're going to do it better. So give us the data and we'll just do it better than you can do it. And in some cases, they're, uh, they're absolutely right. In other cases, there's uh, still, you know, not quite there, but. Yeah, just not right yet. They're also yeah. saying right that. Yeah. And they're also saying that we are having a bit of fun here. Remember app install campaigns? <laughs> and which ones? App install campaigns. So the app oh, install app campaigns install are now. Campaigns. Now those are fully automated. So it's, it's a great pun on Google saying, saying that, hey, we did that with app install campaigns, we could very well do that with, uh, you know, all these search display shopping and performance max campaigns, you could just black out everything. So keep guessing. <laughs> right, right. So one step close to like not giving any controls to the advertisers, slowly and slowly, this is going to take things away. It's also it's if I'm not wrong, it's the content targeting in itself entirely, which is taken away now. Not taken away, it's going to be taken away. Um, like targeting the placements, topic targeting. I think that's in a whole is going away, not just the keywords. Nice. All right. So we have a, a lot of questions now. I know. It's starting to pick up. Uh, Vlad Gonzalez, yeah. who's on our team, uh, he says, if you run two campaigns, how much budget do you allot to a PMAX campaign versus a search campaign? Great, Great question. question. I think uh, on PMAX campaign, you're looking at uh, $200 per day to start with. And on the search campaign, start with, let's, let's say 50, and depending upon search volume on, the, on that campaign on the keywords, uh, but start with 50, let's say, and uh, you know scale it up or down, depending upon the, you know, uh, how the traction gets and the conversions and ROAS, of course. So um, you can start with these ideal models, 200 on Pmax, 50 on search. And as you scale, uh, you can double down or cut down on what's working, what's not working. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, Vlad, for the question. Uh, up next, we have uh, Waleed Masood from LinkedIn, who asked, for Black Friday, Cyber Monday, would you change current assets or create a new campaign? Um, as changing assets and working Pmax campaigns can have an effect on learning, your thoughts? Oh, this is a really good one. Just run merchant promotions. That's all. <laughs> Don't touch campaigns. <laughs> yeah, this now this this is and we have been discussing this internally and it, it's yeah, I, I I think I agree because here's one thing I wouldn't add new asset groups. And this is now, by the way, this is likely going to be unless you were really really early adopter this is going to be the first time the majority of advertisers are running performance max 
for Black Friday, Cyber Monday. So we know that adding new asset groups to a, to a performance max campaign is going to throw it, is going to throw it back into learning. We've seen that. Now, changing assets, changing headlines, you know, swapping out low performing headlines, for example, for Black Friday, Cyber Monday um, themed copy, that likely won't throw things back into learning. So I think that would be safe to do. Um, Santosh Rashna, you jump in here because, again, this is new Black Friday, Cyber Monday. It's, it's uh, new territory. This is going to be the first one for Performance Max. Um, and I would, I would actually say what I would do is swap out some assets, just have some Black Friday assets in there, but don't add new asset groups. Um, I've heard things. I, even, I think I even heard John Moran's, you know, at Solutions 8 um, recommend duplicating asset groups, pausing the evergreen and turning on Black Friday, Cyber Monday. Um, I'd be very nervous to do that. I mean, if anything that comes from John, I always, I mean, John's, you know, He's amazing. That particular one, I was, I'd be a little nervous to do that because if you throw a campaign back into learning on, say, Thursday night before Black Friday, then it takes three days at least to realign itself. Uh, it's interesting. Yeah. yeah. So I think promotions, like Santosh said, promotions, promotions, you have promotion extensions, you have promotion. Um, uh, Google Merchant Center promotions. Make sure, sure they're on all your campaigns, just everywhere. Uh, you could increase budgets actually leading up to Black Friday, Cyber Monday. You can increase budgets, say, by 20%. So you give yourself some room for volume coming in and make sure you're not limited by budget over the weekend. So that's something uh, we're actually recommending for some clients to a week before increase budget by 20%. So it's, it's quite different from Facebook where we have our Facebook teams ready. They have ads built campaigns, new campaigns ready to launch because they can take this extra budget and go and target and, you know, go into this black Friday, cyber Monday frenzy. And we see, can see these campaigns scaling and they'll scale, they'll increase budget every few hours if they see things taking off it gets to that point google if we try and do that it's 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 just not going to work in the same way so i i would say i wouldn't add new campaigns that's that's my my take with that i just want to add is like overall if you look at it that would be the good strategy but it also depends on answering a couple more questions like what's the budget like how long are you going to be doing the uh, sale is it really unique sale or like there's so many situations that you need to answer um it's just just like if you don't have a huge budget and you would want to like you know wreck your existing 200 dollars campaign performance max with them by adding a new asset group you would rather mm -hmm. run a small retargeting campaign so it also you know answering those questions regarding the budget how long it's going to go is it the sale unique is it applicable on all the products is it site-wide um is it only applicable the sale on like let's say five products out of ten so answering then and then strategizing it would be a better take in my opinion than just you know thinking about oh, black cyber uh black friday cyber monday is coming up let me do something about it and just go um do something on the performance max campaign 
um i would yeah i agree with nick that would mm. be your strategy right because if you have your promotion set up and your promotion extensions wherever your search ads show there's going to be a very clear black friday sale with the offer so and testing new cyber cyber monday creatives on a separate youtube campaign display retargeting what are you doing right. is have a more control over it um so i think adding a new asset group i i don't really think as a good idea that's a great point you have more control i mean if you're going after cold traffic top of funnel then youtube outbound display launch those campaigns because this is the thing the people there are people for black friday so monday who wait all year for this weekend they have money to spend they're going to be searching for what they want with high intent so if you have those products and you have your promotion set up then you're going to be competing in the search auctions and your offer is going to be displayed now on the the facebook side awareness a lot of the traffic can be new customers so it's going after somebody may never have heard of a business but they say black friday sale we have this right here and it's on sale right now 20% off or whatever it is you can do that same thing on youtube without having to use performance max for that yeah and you have relevant message for the targeted audience and you have control over that what message do you want to deliver which audience um so i think uh, separate strategy is more suited for black friday cyber monday than just making changes on the existing performance max campaign all right so for the average uh, oh, go ahead satash um no i was just saying that i have a slightly different take on this um so think about this when in events like black friday cyber monday have you ever witnessed that the campaigns were running on google ads and they did not get the clicks or they get lesser clicks probably that's that's not the case your campaigns whether you run promotions or not are still going to get clicks what changes is now is that on your website you have to convert more of those visitors into customers therefore i wouldn't change anything on the campaigns or launch new campaigns because two things is going to happen one is going to you're going to disrupt the learning on your existing campaign or if you build new campaigns you're going to build learning for this small period of time that you can't use for the rest of the year so mm -hmm. don't do either of those try and focus on uh, you know highlighting your promotions on the website on the landing pages and landing pages your every product page for an e-commerce website is a landing page because that's when that's where people land uh, from shopping campaigns from even performance max when the when they get uh, get to uh, see the shopping ads and go on your website so run those promotions there uh, on google ad side of things there are three things three things you can do run a merchant promotion and there are ways around it even you can do a free shipping as promotion uh, and absolute discount uh, percentage discount those are all great options run ad extensions at max price extension but i wouldn't recommend touching the campaigns that's my take on it <laughs> all right so since this is the first big year or really the first year for black friday cyber monday are you guys planning on testing some of these other things even if you have low confidence in them 
because right now yeah, this is all this like is, theoretical. Yeah, or, this, now, here's the thing about Performance Max is I hear that experiments are coming for Performance Max, but a lot of things in Performance Max, we actually, uh, you know, we, we, don't, we don't like to test things. I, I wouldn't be looking to test new things for this in very important weekend. Really, what we're trying to do is take everything we know about Google Ads and maximize success for our clients. So there are certain things which, if they're really risky, I mean, we might discuss with the client and we might say, hey, this is what we could test. We don't know how it's going to work, but if we do test this, we'll know. And we'd, we'd absolutely work very closely with the client there. Um, but just testing things you know, in such an important weekend with so much traffic and so much volume that could potentially tank performance, you know, we'd be very careful of, of testing that. And that's the thing about performance max. Um, every other Google ad campaign type, you can run split test experiments. Uh, performance max, you know, you, you, not so much. Testing on performance max, if you started and actually wait for the real data to come through, I think we'll be looking after 23. <laughs> right. We would be gone. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, so for the amateur Google advertiser like myself, the way I should be thinking about Black, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, and feel free to correct me if I'm wrong, is to slowly increase the budget of my performance max campaigns leading up to Black Friday, Cyber Monday, build search campaigns that are around the offers, since people are likely to be searching for my brand or the product on sale, and mm -hmm. then start thinking like top of funnel, like cold traffic for here's my cool product and the discount for like YouTube. Yeah. And extensions, extensions, extensions. So extensions are the little snippets, little add-ons that you see under the main ads okay. and make sure those are all set up. You can set those up without affecting campaign performance. Basically it's just going to make the offer really clear. It's going to show next to ads. And then in Google merchant center, which is where all your products live, you want to set your promotion up there because then when your products show, the offer is going to be really clear under the, the product as well. So there's ways you can make it unmissable that you're running a Black Friday sale without having to go into Performance Max and tinker with it and try and change a lot of things which could tank it. Yeah, well, so that's one of our golden rules here, right? You don't, don't touch anything that's working or don't turn anything <laughs> off that's working, I think is what it is. Exactly, yeah. In the yeah, words it's, of uh, it's, Kobe, it's no touchy. <laughs> No touch. Yeah, it's yeah. not about it's it's about pressing the buttons, uh, not pressing the buttons that you know you shouldn't press. Yeah, yeah. With performance max. Great. Well, I think that's a great way to uh, end it here. Um, I enjoy these conversations, and I, I think we're planning on doing these on a monthly basis. But if you guys want to do more often, we're definitely down for that. Um, so everybody, thank you for uh, watching the customer acquisition show. If you want to learn more about tier 11 and some of the services that we offer, whether it's Google ads, performance max, meta advertising, uh, we have after the click um, website building and CRO through conversion architecture and uh, some other services as well. Go to tier 11.com. Um, Santosh, Roshna, Nick, thank you very much. Uh, this has been a lot of fun and I can't wait till we do it again. Uh, I think, We'll probably get one more in before Black Friday, Cyber Monday, but at that point, it might be too late to do much. <laughs> Thanks, Tom. Thanks, Rajna. Thanks, Tom. Yeah. Love Thank it. you, everyone. Right. See ya. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye.